I got Look Who's Talking To. That's not a good movie. Um, I got um, The Page Master, starring Macaulay Culkin, I believe. Not heard of it, but it sounds like two for two. For those of you who can't see my face, I'm so far not impressed. Yep, and I got uh, uh, Star Wars The Phantom Menace. <laughs> oh, dude. Wow, you yeah. really lucked out. You got the worst of everything. <laughs> yeah, and I picked those. <laughs> well, they, that, that's got Darth Maul in it, so you can just fast forward to that. That's cool. Yeah, I suppose. And that, that cool song, the Song of Fates Jewel of Fate. or Jewel, Jewel of Fates. Fates. That says a lot if, <laughs> if they're the one. <laughs> 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 Come on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's awesome. Good work. Is that it? Yeah. I used to have that on cassette. See, if that was the best you could pick, I'd hate to see what was left. And welcome to Versus Player. I got a bit too close to the microphone, sorry. The podcast about games, life, and everything in between. I'm Jono. I'm Joe. Jason. Chase. Jason. Wow. Jason. Oh, here we go again. <laughs> As we go every second week. Well, let's get some fun going. <laughs> what was that? That's my fun. That's my, we're going to have some fun sound. Okay. That reminds us to have fun. Okay, now I can have fun. Before I wasn't going to, but yeah. thank you for reminding yep. me. You Every, get angry. Just remember, I was going to need some more consoling. Every time I upset a PC speaker, is when you're meant this to have fun. It's going to get old really fast. <laughs> yes, it is. So, for those of you that haven't listened to us before, Hello. and you're probably wondering we why you're listening to us to now, say this anymore. Don't because we? everyone listens to us now, John. We love you. Thank you for listening. We love Jono or the people? People listening. Jono's yeah. all right, but people <laughs> listening are better. You, we ha- have more faith. You don't You don't need to say if you haven't heard. Of course they've heard us. Of course they've heard us. For those of you tuning in for the first time. Lucky, lucky <laughs> <I'm nice. laughs> uh, let him have it. He's the host. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually that was good. You should be a lawyer. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Um, let's talk about games. What are we playing, gents? <laughs> JC, you still playing... The greatest game of all time? Or is there a new greatest game of all time? No. It's called Dishonored 3. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Less honor. Less honor. Yeah, no honor. Um, no, I'm still playing Zelda. I'm still playing it. Uh, I'm playing two games of Zelda. I've got my own game of Zelda running, which um, it initially started off as more of like a, a stamina run. So um, I decided, by stamina run, I mean I decided to put in all of my points that I earn. So for every time you visit a shrine, you get a, an orb. For every four shrines you visit and complete, well, you get an orb. So you got four orbs. And then you redeem those orbs <laughs> for um, health or stamina. Let me finish. You redeem I'm those orbs for, for st- I'm losing myself here, for hearts or stamina. And I chose stamina in my game. Yeah. But in Jen's game that she's playing, she's choosing hearts. Because when she gets hit, like, she finds the combat a little bit more tricky. I thought you were going to so, say because she's like your love or something. Okay. Anyway. No, nothing to, nothing to do with that. And so anyway, <laughs> so she, um, her character has like lots of armor and lots of hearts. Jonah looks like he wants to say something cheeky. And he's just got that look. And um, and so I go for the stamina and I have like a stealth outfit. So I'm focusing more on like sneaking up on people and stuff like that. You get how stealth works. And Splinter cell style. Splinter I mean, splinter. Style. Wow, I can't speak. Metal, metal, metal cell. Metal splinter cell, splinter. Agent. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, and so that's what we're doing. But now it's kind of, we're both on the same path kind of. And like, I'll do one section and then we'll go and jump into her game and work on that section and... I've unlocked all of the towers so I can see the entire map, but there's still many, many, many hours of gaming to go. Cool. I'm so you haven't, every you haven't felt compelled to go to the end? Yeah. I'm, I'm purposely trying to make it drag out as long as possible. Um, 
and I have no, yeah, I'm not compelled to go to the end at all. And I like sort of taking my time with it. I'm playing a mix of portable and uh, cool. Uh, so portable and on the TV. Where, where do you play it portably? Uh, train or? No, I don't never take it with me because okay. I let Jen play it when I'm away. Um, I let Jen play it. Um, <laughs> and yeah, like sometimes in the mornings if I wake up before Jen, you know, I'll sit there in bed and play rather than like running out to the lounge room putting on headphones. Um, the portable part is really, really cool. I have taken it with me once or twice. Yep. Um, but yeah, just it's a seamless experience. It works really well. Um, I got Shovel Knight as well. I'm well, enjoying Shovel Knight. Say, yeah. I played a bit of Zelda too. I borrowed you did. my mates, Ben. Thank you very much, Ben. I borrowed his Switch. Um, and yeah, thanks, I, Ben. I had to go too. Yeah, it was awesome. It was good. Eh? And, and so did our partners. And they like in, you know enjoyed Everyone. what they saw. They, they're not yeah. massively had to go. into it. No, they were, they were, they were but, um, one over. But yeah. Yeah, my, my we, we goal, tried to get the same effect that you did, Jace, but didn't work. both of us don't own Switches, so you can see where we're at. Yeah, and, <laughs> well, honestly, Ali was is far more intrigued by Horizon than by Zelda, but anyway, I'll get to that later. But no, I, I my goal with Zelda was to get the parachute. I got the parachute. I, is that the parachute sound? That's the woo! <laughs> woo I got the parachute, and yeah, I, I really enjoyed my time with hey, it, but... I got the parachute. <clears throat> You did actually, yes. Jono and, and M actually were the ones. I swept that, in at the end, yep, did the last did the, thing the needed, last thing, and then there. went, Woohoo, mine. Yeah, and that was cool. Like, I can see the appeal of having that whole world open up to you after really. And I understand what you said um, about the game kind of letting you go anywhere at the beginning, but you were kind of limited at the beginning in terms of where you could go anywhere. You could go anywhere in that raised part of the world, but you couldn't go beyond there. But once I got the parachute, I kind of felt the freedom and it was cool and I wanted to explore more, but I had to give it back. <laughs> but anyway, that's my sad noise, yes. <laughs> I've been waiting for a moment the whole time for that. <laughs> he's going to like get one of those like little MIDI keyboards and like he's going to like, he's going to add music. This to is, the show. I already have a MIDI keyboard. This is the start. This is like where, where it starts. Nobody does live music on podcasts, on gaming podcasts. We did try that on our, um, on our... Episodes before we publish, remember? Uh, you made me. Yeah, but you just made noise. Just made awesome Much noises. like you're doing right now. No. Yeah. <laughs> that was my mouth, by the way. I'm amazing. <laughs> oh, that leaves so many jokes. Anyway, um, yeah, so Zelda's good. What Shovel Knight, you, you were saying. Shovel Knight is also very enjoyable, but ridiculously hard. Like, um, Joy Con throwing hard. You did not Joy Con inducing Joy-Con. throwing. Um, no, I didn't. I oh, did you get Shovel Knight on your Switch? I got Shovel Knight on my Switch uh, and it makes me very, very angry. Then don't play it. I have to play it. Why? Because you paid money for it? Because I paid money for it. Hell, it's not a bad game. It's I, just hard. I paid money for Turning Point for Liberty. <laughs> I haven't played it again. You paid like a dollar for that game. <laughs> it's still Switch money. games, by the way, are very- It was $3, very, all right? Switch games are very expensive. <laughs> Three bucks is like a lot of my money. Tax. It was $33 for Shovel Knight. <laughs> um, it is a great game, but it was 33 for that. But like Just Dance is like 90 bucks. Mm. Um, and like, uh, what is it? Uh, Bomberman, which yeah. should be more of a parlor game sort of thing. One, two, Switch, 70 bucks. Ridiculous. Yeah, it is ridiculous. There is such thing as Switch tax. It is real and it is it's here. No, it's not Switch. It's Nintendo tax. It's Nintendo tax. tax. Nintendo it is, games are always like Nintendo. that. Yeah. And the worst part is that, okay, here's my advice. Don't Having owned a GameCube, buy, games. buy the games you want because they will never go down in price. Yeah, buy when they come out. That's exactly right. That's right. You were talking about uh, Link... Four Swords, uh, Four Swords Adventures, or whatever. If it's, it's a good Nintendo game, if it's got it, Zelda, Mario, Fire Emblem, uh, what else is good? Donkey Animal Kong. Crossing, Donkey Kong, Hell, Metroid, Metroid. You just buy it. There are a couple of variations. For that Federation Force. Game. Don't buy that. Don't buy Federation. There are, there are a few variations, or like Other M. Let's go with that for the, the yeah. Wii. Metroid Other M. 
it's it's currently you can get it for about twenty bucks. But I say give it five years and it'll be stupid expensive again. Probably. Even My if copy it's not of like Harvest great. Moon currently sells on eBay for six hundred dollars. That's it. Six hundred dollars. Six hundred dollars. But I refuse to part with it because I play it all the time. I've, I haven't touched it in years. I should sell it. I should sell it. <laughs> no. No, no, no. I should sell it, Jono. Frame it. Frame it. Frame it with a little hammer that says, in case of emergency, See, break please. glass. You know what? That's not Future podcast idea. studio, it's going up on the wall, framed. It's going up on I eBay so. <laughs> so that we can pay for the we'll, podcast studio. Like we'll the doorknob on the podcast studio. We'll give you the $600. doorknob? Oh, it's going to be good. It's going to be shaped like Pac-Man's head. And when you turn it, it goes, womp, womp, womp. That's good. How good is that? Okay, it's worth it. Can you think- Will it open remotely? For $600, it should open remotely. I was going to say. Can you think of a better doorknob? I'll get back to you later. Okay. Think about a better doorknob than that because that's a good doorknob. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I think the doorknob should change depending on the week. So, like, if we're having a stealth... <laughs> we don't have $600 to throw every time we want to change our <laughs> doorknob on our imaginary podcast. If, if, we're having, if we're having mythical door room day, then it can be whatever <laughs> I want it to be. So, it's going to be that the doorknob will magically change to suit the type of games we're playing. bringing magic into it. I, I was going to pay real money for a doorknob. So, it's just going to be like an iPhone like, that you can change the screen on. And, just and then you have to lockpick Splinter Cell or, or Metal Gear style. To get in one week. If we're playing you know, the latest Splinter Cell, lockpick your way So we've got to spend a lot of money. We need magic. And we've got to break into our own podcast studio every time. Pretty much. That is a terrible idea. I think it's great. Okay. Was there ever a game with a good lockpicking mechanic? Splinter Cell. Really? Splinter Cell was... Was it though? Yeah, oh, was that the one where you rotate the... T- no, that, no was that was Skyrim. Stuff. No, no. Yeah, remember on, on Splinter Cell... It was like the teeth? One of the Splinter Cells, you'd rotate the analog stick to get to each of the, the little... Uh, they call them something else. I know, yeah, notches. But and that was the same. It would vibrate. As, wasn't that the same? It as would style? vibrate as you. Yeah, that you was the same. Fallout, and and um, uh, Bioshock had it as well, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, oh, I think it did with it? the vibrating. It did. I think it, it was. Think, I don't think anybody's really made an innovative lockpicking system. Mm. Oh, sorry, methyl of liquid. Um, <laughs> I was having a drink. All right, jeez, bit of water. Okay, that was it. Killing me, guys. And killing me as well. Um, can't wait till this isn't G-rated anymore. Uh, okay. So. Rated Peggy 18. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here it comes. Um, <laughs> Just keep going. I am, I'm tell going. I'm going. going. Tell, tell the story. Um, Grand Theft Auto Chinatown Wars on the DS. That is super obscure, but you're right. You used the stylus. Yeah, you did that use the stylus cool. to unlock. Do you know I have that on my Android TV boxy thing? That R- game? Really? But it's not as good. The DS is much No, because it'd be the PSP the version then. No, no, it would have been the PSP I've version. I've tried. It just doesn't pick it up. I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, <God laughs> they remade it for the PSP a few years later because they weren't making their money on the DS. It's also on phones. No one was going to buy it. Yes. Yeah, it is. Yeah. 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 Cool. I don't know what we were talking about before. Lockpicking. And the before lock-picking. mythical doorknobs. Uh, it was Harvest Moon. Harvest Moon. Harvest this moon. is why I'm the host. That's how we got there. Because we were framing it and then we had a podcast room and then it all went but crazy. But how do we get to Harvest Moon even? I don't know. It doesn't matter. What are you playing? Oh, you we, playing we, we got to Harvest Moon because I mentioned GameCube games being stupidly expensive because of... Zelda, Four Swords. Of course, if you've been listening, you know all this, so sorry for boring <laughs> you. Um, Sometimes we need to figure we out where we were. We should do like a podcast like that movie Memento, Memento where we went backwards. 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 <laughs> and everyone's just like, what's going on? Why are they speaking about this stuff? You know what? We, we probably ha- say that every week though. <laughs> they, they, they probably do. We have only a few listeners. Let's not drive them off just yet. So <laughs> so we're talking about our, 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 the games. And if you haven't listened though. to us previously. <laughs> well, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jeez. Uh, funny episode. Um, 
So games that we're playing, you've talked about Zelda Anything as you will be for the next three weeks. You said but Zelda, you know what? Shovel Knight. Um, uh, no. No? Snipperclips. I played some Snipperclips too. I do not like Snipperclips. That's because I was being aggressive. because you were playing with Jonathan. No, no. I played with, with Ali as well and we did not like Snipperclips either. Uh, we got to the balloon stage and we're like... The relationship isn't very strong, you see. They yeah. Can't, they can't withstand. No, we didn't argue or anything. We just didn't <laughs> like the game. Thank you very much. Um, no, but there was that balloon stage and it doesn't tell you what you're supposed to do. And we're like, we pulled the balloons down and we're like, we haven't finished it, but then you're supposed to pop them. And it took us like, maybe we were just a bit dumb. But anyway. Just to be clear, I'm still a little bit upset with her over the Facebook thing. So that's why I took it. I took a stab at her. What was that? The you, Facebook You got to tell this story. I, I'm not, I'm just saying that <laughs> there was an opportunity for us to be Facebook friends. Yes. And then either she removed me because we were friends well, I don't know how it happened. No, no, All no, I know no. is that we're not Facebook friends. No, it's very she's to me. friends with it, it, what you're upset. You don't even know why. Can you're you upset. tell me why I'm upset, Joe? Please <laughs> let me know why I'm upset. You're upset because she was friends with with Jen before she was friends with you. That's right. That was hilarious. Do we actually say Ali's name? I've said Ali before. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I just well, I just ruined that then by uh, saying anyway. her name. Okay. Well, Ali, this message is for you. Um, she I'm still up. All the time. I'm still upset. She's our other listener. I'm still upset with you. Um, we could have been Facebook friends. But instead, you chose to be Facebook friends with my fiance, and it hurts. And that's it. That's it. And I'm going to continue to be upset until you apologize. A written letter, please. <laughs> I'll console you later, Jason. Can you uh, email me at podcast at versus player or podcasts at versus player.com with your apology? So uh, I'm going to let Joe talk about some games now. Just, you know, so we don't get too dark and. Stuff. Love you, Ali. Um, it, it hurts. <laughs> Proceed. All right. Um, so yeah, I've been playing more Horizon, and I got to a point. <laughs> this is this is a train wreck right here, isn't it? Um, I got to a point. Tra- you love that word, train wreck, too, Jace. Train wreck's good. I got to a point in Horizon. That was John saying that, not Jace. Why do I like that word? I don't know. Previous episode. Long-time fans would know. <laughs> I like how long-time fans would know, but I have no idea what yeah, we're This is what about. I'm scared about because I don't it's know what we're talking wreck, about either. It's not about corridors. I said train wreck once before and you got upset on the podcast and you were like, train wreck or whatever. Anyway, okay. let's move on. Um, so in Horizon, I got to a point like you in Zelda where it said, go down here. Are you sure you want to go down to do this thing? Um, sorry, it was. It said, are you at a like? If you go down here, you got you might be able to do whatever else beforehand. It was in Zelda, like, don't you mean Final Fantasy? No, no, the in, game we're not to talk about in Horizon. He's talking. You know, about I know you're talking about Horizon, but I didn't think they came to a point in Zelda where. Oh, or you're talking I'm about when you jump out of the first. He's piece. talking about Horizon. I'm talking I know. About Horizon. Yeah, but you just said. No, but you... Jason's at a point in Zelda. Sorry if I wasn't clear. I'll start again. So Jason said in Zelda, you're at a point where you could go to the end boss, and you didn't want to. You want to explore the Correct. world and do everything. Correct. I, I I got to the same sort of point in Horizon uh... where it was. They said I can't remember exactly what it was, but but the character, um, the the guy from Fringe, um, said to me, "You." There's a guy it, from Fringe. In yeah, it? he's awesome. Yeah. Um, the the chief of Fringe. He's one of the voice actors. I haven't watched he's Fringe anyway. So great right. show. Um, and he said, "If you go down, if you." You go down here, but you got to. Are you sure you've done everything you wanted to do before you proceed? Right. So I'm just going out now and tidying up all the side quests and the errands and all that. I'm loving it still. Really, that it's very inspired by The Witcher in terms of the side quests are multi layered. Like you do one thing and then it gives you a bit more of the story of this side quest. And like I said last time, I don't know the characters' names, but they are very, they look, they all look different to each other. Um, it's really interesting. I'm really enjoying that. Um, you're, so you're pretty much at the end. 
I think I could be, but I'm I'm just doing everything else. And it's been taking me ages to do all the all the side missions and things. There's like these hunting lodge things you got to do where you have to kind of kill or do like meet certain achievement um, objectives. Sorry, to kill animals in certain ways. Um, but I'm I don't enjoy that. But everything else has been really cool. Really loving it. I, I, I recommend the game very. very I am highly. super close to buying a PS4, and it's for Persona Five. I yeah, love yeah. Persona. Mm. Persona 4 Golden was amazing. Like, When's 5 coming out? It's this, uh, like, <coughs> soon. Days. Yeah, it's like today, actually, I think it is. Get, no, no, it's not. No, it's April. Yeah. I, I lie. Yeah, you do April lie. 4th. There it is. It's in our oh. list. But Don't uh, yeah. you mean April 1st? No, do I? No, I was just being he's, he's just doing a, He's doing an <laughs> April, uh, April Fool's thing. But yes, Jono. It's very clever, see. I've also been playing a game that I know you love that I talk about. Yeah, yeah, come on, Final Fantasy. Me. Final <laughs> Fantasy 15 has that side. Game King's came, Tale. A King's Tale. So it was... It's Which a, is it's free, a, so I get to play it and, get, free, some, and, I, and I, get some achievements. It is really good. There are achievements? It's a 2D side-scrolling... Is it better than Final Fantasy XV? No. Okay. But Jono will like it more than he'll like Final Fantasy XV. Okay. I think it's it's very old school. I put an article up on versusplayer.com. You can check it out. I've um, read it. About it, um, my impressions of the game. And like it's... Very it, Princess it's got, Bridey, right? Well, it, the story is, yeah, the yeah. way it's presented in terms of, you know... Your as father you wish. telling a story, and he even says "as you wish" in it as well. And um, but the gameplay is really fun. Like it only take, took me maybe an hour and a half to finish the whole game. Um, and the whole time I was playing it, there's new enemies coming up. You get new party members coming on. And, and you does know, it doing tie things. into the main game at all in terms of like content, or you can share items or anything? Or no, is it nothing, purely a standalone nothing, it's, thing? it's purely standalone. But yeah. it introduces characters that are in the game that. You know, with King Regis, 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 Regis yeah. whatever it was pronounced. Seen um, Bean? So, yes, not Seen Bean. Oh, is this? Seen Bean is King Regis. Really? Only, no, only in King's, King's Life, Life, which yeah. is the movie. Um. Yeah. And this will take you less time to finish than King's Glaive to watch. But King's Glaive was good. Anyway, um, and then there's like extra game content after you finish it, like doing, you know, you got to do a certain beat five waves of animal animals, um, creatures without getting damage or in a certain time frame or without using magic. But the magic's really cool. The combat's really fun. Like I said, it's a short game. It's free on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. If you're interested, if you liked, you know, Castle Crashers, Golden Axe style, Double Dragon sort of games, give it a go. Like it's, yeah, I, I recommend it. I think, I think, Jono, I think you really like it. All right, I'll give it a go. Like the, the first maybe 15 minutes of the game is pretty generic. But once you get the, you know, and it's got the... Um, what was it called in Final Fantasy XV where you throw your sword? Warps or whatever it was? Warp strike. Warp strikes. It's got that sort of in, bit, bit, part in the combat too. So awesome. yeah, that was that was cool. Um, I also tried out the free PlayStation Plus games for this month. Um, Disc Jam, which I was reading about before it came out, how it's like the next Rocket League. It is, in my eyes, not the next Rocket League. Oh, when are we going to play some Rocket all? League? Again? Yeah, let's play some more Rocket League. I was going to ask you last night the, when we were playing Halo Wars. The, um, play the menu looks pretty much exactly like Rocket League. Before it really you go is in. inspired heavily by Rocket League in terms of the customization of your characters. Um, getting a game was nowhere near as quick as Rocket League. Um, but yeah, I, look, I played it. It's a bit of fun. I, I, I think it'll be fun to play with you guys. It wasn't hard to understand at all. Um, and yeah, I, I, I don't know. It was. It was all right. I'm just going to get Rocket League, though. I know it's not free, but it's it's worth every cent. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. And um, and lastly, i played, been playing with my kids, um, Tearaway Unfolded. Um, and, like, my daughter, who's three now, you know, handed her the controller. And she's walking around, not doing anything. But it's, you know, it's cool. She's, she's getting the hang of it. And then my son, who's <clears throat> almost six, 
um, he's playing it and he's loving it. And he wanted me to say, actually, I was telling him I was podcasting tonight. And he said, oh, you've got to say how much fun it is that you can um, make the paper go away. And what he means by that is when you play the game, not only do you control it with the analog sticks and press buttons and stuff, but you can actually press one of the um, trigger buttons. I don't know which one it is because he's playing it. And um, you can point the light bar like at the screen yeah. to, and a light will appear ah, on, yes. the, on, the, on the TV He was screen. showing me that when I was yeah, over it was cool and yeah. it makes things go away or it makes the characters on the screen cover their eyes and things like that. That's really and cool. And it's really cool and he's been playing all of it. I've been watching um, as he's playing and we're just kind of chatting about it and yeah, my daughter's loving it. You know, it's her game and we made the character a girl so that's her. Um, and you can draw, <laughs> there's parts of the game where you get to draw like things to put on your character. He was so drawing a crown and he put it on. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. And she's like, oh, that's my crown. You know, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a really nice, you know, family game. Um, awesome. Yeah. But anyway, so that's, that's what I've been playing. What are you doing? Jono? Well, no surprises to anyone. Uh, I've been playing Halo. Okay. So I finished Halo 5 on Legendary. Congratulations. That was an epic slog and a half. Funnily enough, um, it got easier the further I got along. I think I just got better. That's awesome, man. It was hard. Um, but yeah, I unlocked a crap load of achievements. And then went back to Halo Wars 2 and I've blitzed most of the achievements in that. And today there was an update and the first of the DLCs hit and we've got a new leader who has all flame-based powers or flame-based um, weapons for the vehicles that she commands. Cool. Can um, I just say, Jono's very good at this game. We played last night, Halo Wars 2, yeah. and we did this mission where we had to protect... What was what were we protecting, Jono? We were protecting a particle cannon that was assaulting a Covenant ship so, in space. So in this game, they, 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 it's kind of like a it's kind of like a MOBA-inspired level, isn't it? Where, they, where they baddies come in, the Covenant come in in waves. It's very tower lines. defense in a way. Yeah, yeah. and, and Jono's, Jono was protecting the particle cannon and all the lanes and my job was just to protect the main base and one base at the top. It was so much easier when I didn't have to worry about that. (laughs) Jono was just hammering them everywhere else and I'm just like... You were doing more than you thought. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, man. I felt like I wasn't doing much. Nah, um, you were doing heaps. It was fun. It was was a lot of fun playing. It was more fun, I felt, playing it cooperatively. Yeah, it Um, was It was really hard though. We were doing it on Legendary um, and like the first time I came up against somebody, I just got absolutely decimated. And I was surprised by how hard it was because that's one of the stages that I've done yeah. since on normal. I think I'm playing yeah. it on now after trying. To well, I've completed Halo Wars two on Legendary as which well. Which is amazing, man. Which was just it was it was funny. I think I completed three quarters of the game initially, and then switched because there was a level I just couldn't get past. And I've since gone back because you all the skulls in this game, unlike previous Halo games, where the skulls make things harder. For some reason, in this game it makes them easier, gives you more um, health or armor. Yeah. But reduces your score, but right. but everything you can, everything you do to unlock all the different achievements, you can just do in multiple playthroughs. Right. So if you want to do one level where you're just trying to get the best score you can, well you you dial it all up for that. And if you want to do one where you're just trying to unlock all the bonus missions, then you do that. Um, it, as much as I poo pooed Halo Wars two last week, I'm enjoying it more, and the extra content's adding to it, so it, it's not too bad. And it's it's very clearly uh, lead up to Halo six. Because it ties into the story by the looks of things quite cool. quite heavily. Um, it, it's still not the best RTS, but it's fun. Can we talk about what happens at the end of Halo Five? Is enough time has passed on that? I yeah, so. I think so. How does it end? Uh, it ends with so most of the game is spent playing as a new group called Fire Team Osiris, which are a group of Spartan Fours led by a character that was introduced in uh, a Halo Nightfall. live action called Nightfall. Yeah. 
Um, is the guy, the guy on the front cover of Nightfall? The guy on the front cover who plays Luke Lock. Cage in yep. yeah, um, yeah. thing. Yeah, he's called Agent Lock or Spartan Lock now. Yeah. And he's got um, Nathan Fillion's character Buck from the earlier Halo games in there with him and two other new characters. And they spend... And so is it the voice of these guys yeah. as well? Yeah, in likeness. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, Nathan Fillion looks and sounds like Nathan Fillion. Yeah. What well, is Nathan Fillion? Yeah. yeah. But um, so you play as them most of the game and initially you're... Your team and blue team, which is uh, the Master Chief and his original three companions from, if you've read any of the books, you'd know who the three of them were, Fred, Linda, and uh, Kelly. The three of them have become a, a team again and they're doing their own missions and eventually it gets to a point where you find out Cortana's alive again. Cortana uh, dies? Cortana dies at the end of four. Okay, never in, played four. Yeah. In five, you find out she's alive again, but something's not right and suddenly... Fireteam Osiris is after Blue Team, hunting them down, and then it all... Is it a little bit like, sorry, I can't do that, Dave? <laughs> or not not quite at that level? No. Well, it turns out the, she's interacted with the Forerunner's version of the internet called well, the Domain. I, I think it was kind <laughs> of... Jeez. I think it was set up to be like that, though. Like I think that was the kind of like the feeling of why they were... Why the John Locke... John Locke. Um, Locke's team was were going after... Him though, it was kind of like because they were yeah, because John going against yeah, exactly what, what they were supposed. The Master to Chief had an admission. Found out that Cortana was alive and decided he went after her, and even he was told not to. So yeah. they were told to bring him back in, and then you find out Cortana's gone batshit crazy, and um, she's decided this domain has given her the ability to basically rule the cosmos, and she's unlocking all those big guardian things. That's why it's called Halo Five Guardians. Right, they these huge. You know, like they Titans, sort of not like Titans from Titan, but like the Titans from like Greek mythology, or not really. Uh, they're, they're more like starship sized um, defense robots that you know basically can take over an entire solar system, and she's controlling an army of them. Wow, and so in the end, you have to rescue you because it's clear they're getting rid of the Master Chief, the Master Chief has had his time, so he's so now he's not going to be the main character in the next one. You, if you look at the game, there's 12 or 13 levels. And you, or maybe it's 15, and you play four of them as the Master Chief and all the rest you're playing is Spartan Lock. As the last level, do you play as Master Chief? No. It's you go to rescue the Master you, Chief. So you, you think the next Halo is going to have a similar thing? or it's not? I, I, I really think they're going to bring back the Master Chief after all the kind of feedback from all the, the community response to it. Well, I didn't hear as much this time around. Maybe I just didn't take any notice. Yeah. Not like Halo 2 where everyone poo-pooed it and now yeah. in hindsight everyone liked so the maybe, Arbiter. So maybe... Um, Arbiter was cool. It was. Maybe Master Chief just has to kind of become the legend and the guy in the background now and there's other people that jump in because it sounds like... I'm not saying I mind that. Like, I think we no. all agree, like, ODST is one of the best he Halo doesn't, games. He doesn't have a lot of personality though, right? No, and he never was meant to because you were meant to embody most of what yeah. he was. So... Yeah. Um, they're replacing him. They're going in a different direction. Fair enough. Well, yeah, I mean, cool. it, it makes sense. Do and I think the voice actor was going... involvement at all? None at all. What happened? I don't even know what happened between Bungie and like, do they just not want to do it anymore? They want to make Destiny or was it like... Oh, I, th- I think it was more a matter that Bungie had sold the... Uh, Microsoft always owned the rights to Halo once they bought Bungie because of... And as soon as it become, became their tentpole for the original Xbox, they knew what they had. So they... Yep. They pumped all their resources into that being their game. It's their Mario. Yeah. Um, so Bungie gave up rights to it a long time ago, and I think they were happy to. They they like creating a big franchise and making yeah. something out of it, but then they want to do something creatively different. Yeah. I mean, I think Bungie's also a very different beast to what it was back in the even in the Mac days, which is where they started out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what, no. Like marathon and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then they did Oni and like they don't own, they still own the rights to Marathon, I think. But Were they Oni? I thought Oni was Rockstar. Uh, it was published by Rockstar but and oh. owned by Rockstar, but oh. Oni was actually developed by Bungie, the first one was. Oh, wow. Yeah, so there's a lot of games that, and uh, the Myth series, like that's all Bungie, but um, yeah, they've moved on. Huh. And they're making Destiny 2 this year. Yeah. Which should be interesting. Yeah. Destiny was awesome. We Did you play Destiny, Jase? No. Jono and I I thought it wasn't yeah. very good. I, th- I thought it was great. It wasn't enough... It, it was it, it was I, it was great for me because when I play games, I kind of do the story, yeah, play some of the multiplayer, and then I move on. But for people who got right into it, people who are still playing it now, particularly at the beginning, there wasn't the repeat content. Was it was just so doing the same thing over and there's, over again. There's like a new Destiny. Kind it's been of... upbuilt, so there's been lots Have of you expansions. Played it since then? No, I no, because I haven't played any expansions. Would I pretty much ended the vanilla game. I'd like to give it a go. I'd like to play through the story, but I'm not going to grind. Like I'm not. I'm not interested so is, in grinding. It's a very grindy game. game. Very grand, grindy. Yeah. Uh, and then there's like high level content that you have to be like, uh, extremely. Division. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the division is. was the same. Like, well, I haven't finished the division. I think I got. <laughs> I'm close to finishing three quarters well, of the way through. Still I stopped. It or not nah, really? no. Nah. no. But the division, like I think we've said before, that really left a bad taste in my mouth. Playing it with you, Jace, not because I didn't want to play you, with you. Because you played with me. That's because why. because you were such such a higher level than me, and it was just that was the first experience. multiplayer experience I had too. Yeah. I had to hide in the corner. It just wasn't fun. No. It just, just it made it. I didn't want to go back to it after that. Anyway, you played anything else, John? Um, yeah, I, I got her. Uh, so it, as um, Joe and I were driving over here today to to podcast, I was going to tell him a story, and then I realised I better wait till now. <laughs> so um, something really sad happened. I some sad news. Huh. One of your consultants died? No, you died. I'd, oh, no. Yes. No. <laughs> yes. Did I go out in a blaze of glory? No. You yes. died. I did? He tripped on something. Who did I save? Tell me he I tripped, saved. He saved nothing. Um, you saved Emma. Yes. Worth it. Love you, Emma. You, you, sa- you saved Emma. And- I, I, I would happily do that. So there was this mission that I was playing today in XCOM 2. I've been, I, I play like a mission a month because they're pretty draining missions. I end up having to replay them five or six times to get the outcome I want because I usually don't want the majority of my characters wait, to wait, die. Wait, 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 wait. I bet, I bet wait. you didn't see, see what he did. He didn't restart it, but I died, Jono. <clears throat> okay, let's just talk about it. I went out of a place of glory. No, okay, no, no, no. Go, I, have, I, have, I like the idea I'm, of this. No, 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 no. I have, let's, let's go back. Let's memento this. I'm not happy. <laughs> I'm not happy because I died and his whole premise of the game was like, whatever happens, happens. And now he's just like, Oh no! Somebody I like died. So what? Imp- what, what that implies <laughs> now M. is that it's M died M. several M times. Die. He brought her back, and then when you died, he's like, eh, "It was worth it." You know what it was? Because I made a joke. That's exactly a, right. I made a joke Nod. on a previous podcast. Nod. No, no, no. I've got it, Chase. <laughs> I made a joke on a previous podcast when he said that I was injured in XCOM because we're talking about XCOM two. By were, the way, I was injured, but I was back at the base with M, and he didn't like that I was back at the base with M, so he killed me. You, you, <laughs> you set me up. You set me up. Okay, can, can I clarify what happened in this mission? <laughs> Please. So, feet on the ground, we were out to take out a um, a communications tower. <laughs> wow. Maybe I shouldn't tell the story. It seems to make everyone really upset. No, anyway. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. You want to hear it? He could have, he could have restarted. He could have, but... I still might. I Actually, I'd like to have you back because I went into the... You know how there's a bar, Jace? I hope it was me that came back as like some sort of alien zombie and just ended you. Do you remember how there's a bar, Jace? I love you too, man. On board the, your your home base, the Avenger, yeah. and it's got a memorial wall. Mm. I went and visited it today. <laughs> Stood there, stared at your name for a while. Was I like one of the first to go? You were the first. You were the second. Okay. Who was the first? Some random. Some random. So I wasn't even number one. <laughs> <laughs> 
You were a red shirt, man. It was, it was pretty sad because I think you yeah, both I was, died. I was a red shirt. Exactly you both died in the same mission. You were cool looking too. I put a lot of effort into making the way you looked. Jason, man. Jason. Actually, I lasted longer than the mission and not reloaded. Actually, you look like I, I patterned Joe's armor off uh, Ava Unit 1. Oh, awesome. That's oh. like my car in Forza. Yeah. Really? I thought you'd like that. I love it. But so this, how, how did I go out, Johnny? Well, this mission, we went into, um, what was it, to take down a communications tower. And it was just in and out. But then as you get in, there's this part of the mission. It was just meant to be in and out, but then it all went wrong. <laughs> I, I don't know if you're up to this, Jace, but you have to skulljack a advent commander. Skulljack? So I don't yeah. want to do that. So I'm glad I'm getting this. How many people did Joe so, skull? So I had I had this. No, no, I didn't do that. So this Danish um, ranger, she, Danish she, ranger she, she had the skull jack device. Can you and, please explain what skull jacking is and not just keep saying skull jack? You're I'm just going to keep on saying skull jack. So it's it's basically like this, mind control. No, it's um because they've all got chips in their head that can connects them to the greater network. This basically, you put this, these two big daggers right up through their skull and connect to it and then connect into the, the greater network of the alien species. That's the alien and, and you kill the officer in the you know process. That's crazy. He, like, I, maybe I just don't pay attention, but like, he knows the story. Like, XCOM didn't have a story for me. It was just like, oh, there's aliens, we'll kill them. Like, and he knows, like, about, like, the greater network and all this sort of stuff. There's, you're just Xing, you're clicking X to go. I love this story. That, that's what I play XCOM for. It's great. And so we did that, and as we did that, you you get this digital being appear on the the battlefield. That's like a representation of the the alien network, and she can multiply herself as well if you don't take her out in one one hit. So I replayed the level probably about six or seven times when I should have actually been putting together the draw distance for today. That's right, priorities, man. Yeah, yep. that's it. And um, could that's, why, that's why games comes first in life and everything in between. By ex- the way, exactly. <laughs> and I lost the entire team every time. Because I'd get to that point and then I'd get wiped out by reinforcements. Finally got past that, and suddenly this um, this I, I didn't realize this before, but there's these alien um, race kings or rulers for for each race in the game that appear at some point. And I'd met this one for the the lizard men. Oh, sorry, the snake men earlier in the game. But are they called the snake men? That's a terrible yeah. name. I think they're called snake men. Yeah, really? called, I think they're called snake men. Well, yeah. it's like they've got an actual alien name. But- like they're we just call him oh, okay, 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 okay. and there's this king guy and he's like he's uber powerful he's king got snake man. he's got hit points up the wazoo like one you can have all four of you guys take aim and get decent hits on him and still you haven't killed him and he appears and it's like joe just keeps dying keeps dying keeps dying then m keeps dying then um my robot companion which is chen's last gift to his daughter she he keeps dying and I'm going, I'm not losing all of them. I can lose the the random, but I'm not gonna lose the other three. And we finally get to a point where M's been knocked unconscious. Joe suddenly gets constricted by the Snake King, and I've got my uh robot guy Spark left alive. Did you evac? Well, no, because if I was to evac, I'd lose M, I'd lose Joe, and all I'd have left is my robot, and I don't know if I'd I think there was one other part of the mission. I don't know if it would actually complete. Yeah. So I, I use Spark took open fire on the snake guy and killed him. Oh, no, sorry, wounded him, but he let go of Joe and killed him in the process. No. That's good. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was my go again and Spark opened fire again and actually killed him. But wait, how did he save him though? He didn't really. He just sort of died like a 
Well, <laughs> he didn't really do anything. No, no, she was on. Un- oh, yeah, he didn't do anything. Yeah, like he just got squished, basically. Well, I, like I, he could have. He could. I was a distraction to save. It was enough of a distraction that she didn't get attacked. Ahead I think of him. he just died. I don't think that he really did anything <laughs> heroic. I think that he probably just died. And I think you saw that happen, and he thought, "Yeah, fair enough," and he moved on. And that's the you know that's yeah that's the way that you treated me. And that's the way Joe should be treated. That's all I have to say about. I, that. I can bring you back as a claim. Okay. <laughs> How about that? I'll bring you both back as clones. I'll just rename no, some random. No, 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 no. Well, he can, no, Oh, you're on the right. wall regardless. Oh, yeah, it's just that he's I'm coming back, but then he's got to. I'll just, I'll just, 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 just make sure my picture's higher than Jason's. Right? I'll just rename you both with got. like an extra, extra letter in your name. So Joe will be Joe with two E's, and Jason will be Jason with two N's. You know, there was some TV series that the clones always had an extra letter in their name or something. I don't know about that. Something that's like all right. That. I'm happy to come back as a clone. It gives me the opportunity to potentially turn evil and then kill Joe myself. <laughs> Just push him in front of him. Yeah, yeah, push him in front of a snake man. <laughs> snake king. King. It was a king, thank you. No snake man yeah. will take me down. So so there you go. That's the the epic. I'm still injured back at base. So yeah, my- I'm sure I'm sure Jono's all right. Yeah. He's always if Jono dies, he's like, Well, oh, I can't really immerse no, can, myself can, in the world I, anymore. So I need I to- can bring back another character called Afro, Afro Thunder. That'll yeah, be all right. Yeah. Well well, technically I'm the commander as well as having an a soldier named after me. It's all very weird. Bet she protects M on missions. That's what, that's what he said. That, that's, She's uh, my that's... sniper. So she gets to hang back, but it doesn't work. How many times did you roll for her to be a sniper? It was, let it happen? No, it was just random. Wow. I should never have stayed with M on that bunker when I was injured. I should have gone on the mission. I would have been here today. <laughs> Rest in peace. M, M was a sniper. Joe was a... Oh, I can't remember what they called them, but you had like a robot companion... Um, uh, like a hacker or tech or something. Yeah. And then, um, Jace, you didn't survive long enough to get a special hit. <laughs> Once a rookie, always a rookie. <laughs> red shirt. Uh, Joe was, I'm Joe was, back. Joe was a lieutenant. Yeah, I was. Which you was, know, that was pretty disappointing to lose he, too. Here's the, here's the cool, it's not really that disappointing. Here's the cool thing. <laughs> um, with the game, you can, cre- I don't, do you have it, Joe? Not XCOM okay. 2, no. You need so to get it. You can create a roster. Because it's multiplayer. And you can create like a pool of, like characters right yeah and so you have the option of just making the pool and then bringing them into the game straight away or you can make them appear as somebody randomly yeah Yeah, i didn't know how you could do that as a vip and so what happens is randomly on a mission there'll be people that you have to rescue and you yourself can be one of those vip companions yeah so it'd be pretty cool like if you you went that way maybe you create yourself and you let you do but then you put your friends as like vips and it would be really really exciting when you do a second playthrough where i live it would be very exciting if, like, <laughs> like you know, he's playing and then randomly you'll see him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, cool. like, you know, and then we, we get together and, you know, we don't eventually meet up with you. We just sort of go off and do our own thing and we have our own adventures. i got to say, I'm actually... Adventures of Jason and Jonathan. Me first, because I'm a VIP. Hey, where am I? Well, you don't, al- you're, alphabetically, you're, you come you, first. Anyway. Um, you are getting questionable things done to you by the Snake King. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit rough. Um, oh, it will be. <laughs> I am tempted actually to start a second playthrough and yeah, the things are. I've learned. Yeah, because the first, this one's more of like a trial run. This didn't really happen. This, this can- is like this is like that. No, movie this, Edge is of tomorrow. this is canon. This is canon. Tomorrow, live, die, repeat. Yes, bring me back. If you've not seen that movie, watch that movie. By the live, way, yeah, it's Actually, I did like the way you looked as well. Your yeah. co- I put a you lot would, of effort into all you guys. You would like that. Yeah, yeah. This is canon. This is the alternate universe. Whatever happens next. By the way, Chase, put it in the canon. Shoot it out to sea. Start again. Start mm. again. Do the do the real story. But if I die, I reload. <laughs> Alrighty then. Well, what else are you play? You playing Final Fantasy? I haven't in a while. Okay. 
Although, I, I did want to bring up another thing that it's leads two, us... Di- two disappointing things that I've heard on this podcast. <laughs> um, Three and I'm leaving. I'm reading my book. Actually, I've been sick for the last week, so I haven't done much Six's reading. the perfect time to play Final Fantasy. No, it was easier to play Halo Wars where I just got into a groove. Where it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you, I'm surprised you got as far as you did because I wouldn't be able to do it again. No, no, I'm not. No, I wouldn't. I'm, I'm determined to keep going. I just, I'm, I'm having a break. Okay. Um, but, I, you know, about the other things I've played recently. Actually, no, I'm lying. I haven't played this recently, but I'm interested to see your take on it. In the news, Super Mario Run is being released this week on Android. Are you going to play? Yeah, I'll give it a go. Okay. Joe, like, are you going to buy it or are you going to just play the demo? I'll just play the demo. It ties yeah. in, Jen will probably get it on her phone, but it's it's tied into like the whole coin system that Nintendo are going with and I'm very curious to see where that goes. So I want to play because Fire Emblem Heroes does it Yep. and I want to I want to see how the coin system works. It works a little bit like the Star or whatever the Star system or something that they had before where you get these little Nintendo Club leaflets yeah. Yeah. and you can redeem them for stuff. That was cool. It I've was. got little towers at home and little coasters. You guys get anything from that? I was going to get the towels but i kept holding off in the hopes out. to get the the ds um cartridge that had the game and watch games on it yep and i kept holding out i kept holding out and then some of the points expired and then i had nothing to, not enough points to get anything oh, and little, then, that, I, then it all when they were doing that a little part of me i used to go to target and i was like i could just so easily take because you know target yeah, yeah, yeah. i used to work in a target with, yes, their, I know. with all the things in there and i'm like <laughs> Did i could just do that Oh, I'm them. sure they do. People could have taken those little cards all the time. They would put them on the shelf with the cards in there. Yeah, I'm like, but I no, could get no, so doesn't... many cool things. Yeah, but you can only register a game once. Yeah, so you wouldn't yeah, know but I yeah. could just give it to other people. One of each. But what I... you're talking about, Joe, is theft. Well, and that's illegal <laughs> in the state of Australia. In the state of Australia, I, I didn't do it. Although when I worked at Video Easy, when, when there were video stores, everything. No, they got around. They were, no, my boss was. My boss said I could. Um, we used, what when, steal? <laughs> they, they, there was this promotion once where you bought three DVDs and you get a free DVD. And Video Easy got like hundreds of DVDs, and they would just give us the codes out of the DVD boxes. So I got. A ridiculous amount of free DVDs when I used to make a video. I remember that. Just throw them away. Want to hear a cool story about DVDs, Joe? Go for it. It was a bottle shop close to where I was living in uh, Sydney, in Camperdown at one point. Mm -hmm. And um, they had, I believe what had happened was they used to be a video store, but then it became a bottle shop. But when they bought into the place or rented it, there were heaps of DVDs left. So what would happen is if you bought anything in the bottle shop, you, six pack, you got there was a big pile of these DVDs, like old rubbish DVDs, so I had the stickers on them. I think it would have been a movies for you. Okay. And um, they're like, pick a DVD. And I'm like, can I have two? They're like, take two. Like they were just trying to get rid of them, but it was such a cool little like cool. thing. Yeah. So you go in and you get your beers, and then you get your horrible movie. Nice. Yeah. You had any good movies? I didn't. <laughs> I got Look Who's Talking To. That's not a good movie. Um, I got um the Page Master, starring Macaulay Culkin. I believe. Not heard of it, but it sounds like two for two. For those of you who can't see my face, I'm so far not impressed. Yep. And I got uh, Star Wars The Phantom Menace. <laughs> oh, dude. Wow. You yeah. really lucked out. You got the worst of everything. <laughs> yeah. And I picked those. <laughs> well, they, that, that's got Darth Maul in it. So you can just fast forward to that. That's cool, yeah, I suppose. And that, that cool song, the Song of Fates or Fate. Jewel of Fates. That says a lot if, <laughs> if they're the one. <laughs> If that was the best you could pick, I'd hate to see what was left. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of truth in that statement. There is mm. a lot of truth in that statement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, there is. Just <laughs> <laughs> trying to load it up. Hey, have you guys heard about Mass Effect Andromeda? I have. I have actually, one of the guys I know at work was playing it online <laughs> Who today. Who was right? Jason was right. What are you right about? It's a bad game. 
Actually, I'm seeing no, very no. mixed reviews. Let's be fair. Let's be fair. So bring it back. Jay said last podcast. What was the I last didn't podcast? actually say no. I just said it completely Between separate. Us. Yeah. That Jay said, did that come out else. today? Jace was saying uh, that. I don't know. What's the date today? Uh, today. Today is Mass Effect Day. Today's end day. Today is Mass Effect Day. What are you? End seven days. End seven days. Sorry. End day. End. It's just the letter. Today is brought to you by the letter N. Because Mass Effect, by the sounds of things, doesn't even deserve a seven. Although it's probably it's a bit over that on Metacritic, but I saw some sixes and stuff in the reviews. But Jace did say Mass Effect's going to be rubbish. Well, not rubbish. Did you say rubbish? Were you that extreme? You said it's not going to be rubbish. Is extreme. Rubbish. Mate, there's much more extreme. And what it is? No. No, but you said that you think it's going to be fetch quests and a bit like... Um, here's, the, here's the deal, right? Dragon I watched Age. no videos. I didn't see anything from E3. Everyone was raving about it. I didn't enjoy Mass Effect 3 that much. And, did you finish it? And my problem is I didn't. Yeah. And my problem is that um, Bioware games, they've got an old formula. It's not really working well. Dragon Age Inquisition was like... In my opinion, not a very good game. It was. Think, it was rubbish. I'll say it. But not only this, it. it's essentially made by. Uh, it's made by Bioware's like not even B team. Oh, C-team. Obsidian. There's like no Obsidian's fantastic. Did Obsidian make this? This game's great. No, they no. Didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no. Obsidian made Alpha Protocol, the greatest game ever. Um, <laughs> Dragon Age Inquisition. No, no, no. no got, wait, wait. Just let me oh, just quickly. There's Bioware, then there's Bioware Austin, and then there's this other yeah, whole Bioware Edmonton. group. Like they're yeah, like they're not, and it just. It's an old formula, like Horizon's out, Zelda's out, bad timing. You can't make games like that anymore, Bioware. And it's the same. And the same. This this message goes to Bioware, and this message goes to you, Bethesda. Fix it, or else Jason will get you. <laughs> or just and Jason, so will the Snake King. I just won't buy it. But no, on I- the flip side, EA, if you'd like to send us some <laughs> review copies. So that we can make a value judgment. <laughs> yeah, on by the way, I've the never ga- played this game. <laughs> no, no, I'm no. just I'm judging it. Neither early. have I. I would like to try it. I'd like to give it, uh, you know, a yay or nay. You're, you are now allowed to vouch for it, but so far I, you're not. From what good. I've seen, it, it it sounds like something that I, I want to play. Like the story is. Yeah, I'm intrigued. Like as well. the the, the, the overarching story sounds really interesting. It seems like some of the writing isn't fantastic. That's universal. Like in everything I've read about it, people are saying the writing is not good. They're talking about how the animations... For the humans... Oh, I saw the videos for the animations I, where I said, they're smiling and dramatically... <laughs> Sad parts and yeah. So can I say with Horizon, I don't, I don't watch, I don't listen to the people speaking unless it's the guy from Fringe who I love his voice so much. But um, because the lip syncing's off. If Mass Effect at least has a lip syncing on, I, I, I'd be happy with that. But um, yeah, I want to play it. But from seeing the reviews, I've said this before. I think I'm gonna probably go and get new Automata before I get this. So I played that too. Go for it. Tell us. So. Near, I didn't play the original, but How'd the original uh, PC. Okay. So near is um, near the original. There were two versions of it. There was uh, the like Americanized version of it, which you where you essentially play it as like a more bar- barbarian sort of looking lead, yeah. and the Japanese version, which was more like anime type character. And there were two sort of independent stories of one another. These two versions of near. And I believe the developer of Nier was saying that he really wanted to shake up the game games industry and make something new and unique and different. And Nier has that. Like, the voice acting isn't particularly brilliant. Um, the story, from what I've seen so far, isn't, again, particularly amazing. Yeah. But, like, it swaps between, like, 2D and yeah, 3D. There's, like, an isometric cool. sort of look. Um, it's a combination of, like, a bullet hell kind of shooter at times. Okay. But then you've got a little bit of Bayonetta in there when you go in and do the melee. Is that why you want to play it, 
Well, it's Platinum Games. That's why I want to play it because it's it's. Oh, it's the I, same I, publisher, is it? Yeah, I, I played the demo of it on the PS4, um, and I, fe- I I think I said it on the podcast. Like the combat was so good, and that's what I loved about Bayonetta. Like the combat was incredible, and this it has that combat, but like Jay said, you've got elements where it goes side scroller, and then it's like a, a flight a flight game, and it's the, you know, and the flight games are in different kind of modes. Then there's a top down there's top down parts as well. Sort of thing, yeah. yeah, it's really it was really okay. fun. Um, and yeah, I want to. It sounds to me like it's a little bit wacky. It's got a bit of like a Hideo Kojima kind of feel yes. to it. Apparently, there's like some ridiculous amount of endings to this game. Yeah. But apparently, the best, best, best ending, um, when you get right to the end, it says to you, um, "Would you like to sacrifice your save file at a shot for this ending?" So like, this is you've done everything that you wanted. Hideo Kojima had an idea mm-hmm. once for a game where the disc basically like disintegrated if you died. Right. So that's crazy. But. Um, he just wanted more money. To be honest with you, like, I mean, you maybe, but I, I think that's the sort of ideas that he had, yeah. like make games a little bit more immersive. But anyway, there's there's apparently this in the game where you sacrifice your save file. Oh, wow. But it, it also has a bit of a Dark Soulsy thing going on where other players can come into your game oh, and, really? as other androids and stuff. There's a lot of wacky stuff going on and I I didn't... That's true, because you're an android that can even... You're your an android book. called to be. And then to you, be. To and be. And isn't yeah. it your dead bodies can also be used as an army... I don't know about that. I haven't got that far. I've met to be, and I've met a guy named Nine S or Nines, um, and uh, not not to be, not not to be is not <laughs> in it, but it's definitely like you know some existential sort of thing going on. But um, look, it's I, I'm going to give it more of a chance. I just wasn't particularly enjoying it, but I was playing it more as a shooter than I was as a like a slasher, a yeah, yeah. and I think that it shines as both. So I've yeah. got to give it another go. It's getting very good reviews. I'll shut yeah. up. I'm looking forward to playing Actually, it. Actually, that was, I think I did the same with Transformers Devastation when I first started playing it. I was trying to play it as a third person shooter and it really wasn't. It was more Bayonetta style. Yeah. Was that Platinum Games? No. Yeah. No, no. no the Transformers Devastation was Platinum as well. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I'm yeah. It, you, had sure. to, you had to shift your perceptions of the type of yeah. game you were playing before you started to enjoy it. Yeah. They're, they're, the they're, same with that. They've been very hit and miss though, Platinum, as of late though. They've released some games that have not done well like that Ninja Turtles game I'm pretty sure was platinum as well oh that didn't do well no I like the cell shading it was nice yeah but, um, I'll have to lend you Transformers Devastation I think yeah, you'd like enjoy the, it yeah. yeah can I ask a quick question on this and it was one we, we had it for later John but we might ask now because it kind of transitions naturally in, the, in that with, with Mass Effect like the reviews aren't great and if the game had come out without the reviews I think I would have just gone and picked it up straight away like I would have gone today mm. and got it but I'm I'm going to wait for a bit more of a feel and, and see what people that I their, their opinions that you know matter to me what they think of it and then whether I'll play it or not. Well, you've but, heard the only opinion you need really from somebody it? who's never played the game. From you, that's it. Yeah. But what what, what do you guys do when it comes to get like do you like if it's, if a Halo game comes out you're going to play it regardless, John? Right. Pretty much. Yeah. Even if it was getting like like threes or something or across the board, it'd have to be pretty rubbish for me not to. But I. I think the big thing for me with Halo is that it's the story that brings me in. Yeah. It's like Transformers and I will pick and choose and there'll be things that I Are they nailing the story each time? Like even with a change over to, was it 343? Yeah. Yeah. Even with that, are they still nailing the story? Do you feel like it's taking a dip somewhere or? It's not the same. Yeah. Um, It's very much a product of society as a whole now. So you've gone from this positive savior type who, you know, he's just doing his job Maybe that's why I identified with the series more and it's got all the science fiction tropes that I love yeah. to now there's a lot of political intrigue going on in the background. There's a lot of 
Like you were separated from everything previously and now you're being dictated and you're being told that you're being bad or that, you know. You, yeah, the what, whole marketing campaign for Halo 5 was, yeah, was uh, ridiculous. Exactly, really. hum the like, truth. Like it was, yeah, it was some- Master Chief. Everything was against him. Oh, right. So it was like a sort of like- uh, He was the, the villain CIA's of the piece. bad- like, no, it's like your hero isn't your hero. It's like saying Jackie Chan's not a good person. Jackie Chan's yeah. It's best. like Dominic Toretto in the new Fast and Furious film. Yes, exactly that's right. Exactly that's what, what they like. got it from. They 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 played Halo, and that's I'll, what they changed. I'll just nod and agree. Um, Have you seen the trailer for that? We've got to do a Fast and Furious podcast. In that do you like out. Fast and Furious? I love Fast and the Furious. Really? I, I've never I watched the Fast and Furious. Bring, bring, bring Joe back to life. They are, they are brilliant, terrible, but brilliant movies. All of those words were good but one. The movie, the, the word terrible. Um, <laughs> they are so good and bad at the same they're time. They're the most bald ex- people ever in the new one, and I'm very excited for I can't that wait because for that. I'm going to be a bald person soon, and I need to feel good Welcome about to myself. The club. You're not there yet, Joe. I'm pretty much there. Oh, you're, you're not even close. <coughs> you oh, still dude. got plenty of hair. No, I'm very tall. You can't see what's going on up here. No, I can see what's going on up there. <laughs> that's an advantage. I'm going to start wearing heels. <laughs> but but that's the thing. Like no, <laughs> okay, back back to the topic. Yes. Like the the Halo portable games, they were okay, and I've played my way through them a couple of times, and I. It's funny. The more I play through them, the more I enjoy them. I think if I didn't enjoy them to begin with because it was something that wasn't quite right about them, I tend to, eh. But if I have a second playthrough, I enjoy it. Yeah. But yeah, there's been other games where I've played them and just gone, this is rubbish. I'm never touching it again. But I think you're, the way you play it, I, I really respect the way that you are with games in that you don't feel the need. And I'm the same now. Like I used to, a new game came out. I felt like I just had to play it. Like, there goes the drink. <laughs> they actually kind of I need that. some water in It doesn't appear in the podcast. Though. It did. Did it appear last time? I'm pretty sure. Oh. If you didn't hear anything in the background, there was just some water being poured. But Actually, anyway. Do you have another glass? Yeah, man. Thanks. But you yeah, you, you guys want pizza? Just, you want, you guys, I got some stuff in here. Sorry, keep going. Keep <laughs> talking. Don't worry, they can't hear you. Or you're soft in the background. So, um, yeah, but like if, if something comes out and it, and it gets brilliant reviews, you're like, I'll just play it when I play it sort of thing. And that, yeah. I'm the same now. Like I don't like. It's because I can't afford to any other way, but also I actually enjoy <laughs> the amount of time I get into a game now. Is exactly. that what you're That's with? what yeah. I was going to say. Like how you are just, and you're saying now, like you've been going hard with the, getting the Halo achievements. Yeah. Like in, in even Halo Wars too. Like we played last night and you got that co-op one that yes. you needed as well. And that's really cool to get the, you get bang for your buck. I said it previously in the podcast, like the way I play games usually is I do the story, play through it, play a little bit of the multiplayer just to get a feel of it, and then I move on. Like Gears of War 4, I played the multiplayer for one or two two nights yeah. and then never played it again. Yeah, I've you noticed know? that in some of your achievements. Yeah, and I, but I think, you know, there's so much out there in terms of reviews and things and, you know, you, you, you have the people that you, their opinions you kind of, you match yours with. And I've got like friends like you yeah. guys particularly. Like there's games that you've spoken about that I'm like, I've got to play. Like XCOM 2, I, I, I played XCOM Enemy Unknown because of you guys, like and that was truth be ages told, after. I bought XCOM a little while ago, and then something else came out, and I forgot about it. Um, just talking about it like that, I really want to go back and play it. It'd kill me. No, 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 I won't. <laughs> I won't kill you. Thanks, Jace. No. What about you, Jace? Like, do you do you feel compelled to buy games as soon as they're released, or do you just used kind of- to? Don't anymore. Um, there's there's actually like a whole subreddit on Reddit called like patient gamers, and it's about people who like wait to see. Like, there are some of my friends or some some people I've spoken to say like oh, I want to wait to make sure all the bugs are ironed out. But see that but would like be that, that part I don't really yeah, that doesn't sit with me at all. Like no. and it's the same like even buying new hardware. Like I understand that the switch is an expensive purchase. But for yeah. somebody to say I'm waiting for the bugs to be ironed out and stuff, it's yeah. like that's not really the reason. Um but yeah some part I like or you know like oh well I've heard that there's a season pass so I'll wait for the DLC to come out in the next five years and then I'll play it when it's X amount of dollars. Ah, yeah. Four games there. 
I will jump. I, I, I was once a person who would have three or four titles going at once and, um, you know, I would jump between them and I, I started over the years feeling more and more overwhelmed by that. Yeah, and that's the right word, I think. Yeah. There's and, so many, so many good games out. Yeah, and and I don't want to. I don't want to feel overwhelmed. I want to just sit down and focus on one. I also find myself lately getting sort of bored of games faster and giving them less of a chance. Yeah, and so I found that the the trick for that was a don't buy as many games, um, and b just push through a little bit further. It's a little bit like going to the gym. <laughs> it's not good. And then later, it's apparently it is. I've never got to that point at the gym where it does get good. Like the, you never got to the to the gym. Well, I never made it to the gym, but the, <laughs> the the metaphor or whatever it is that I'm saying still stands. I've gotten that way in gaming. Sometimes it will be good. A lot lately. Yeah. So, you know, the comparison between us where you guys tend to play a game and then sell it off, which I, I've noticed has changed a little bit in the last few years with you guys, yeah. mainly because you're buying less as well. Yeah. Um, I've never sold anything off. I keep my entire collection. The only things that I don't have in my collection anymore is because I've lent them and never received them back which used to be a faux pas for me. I'd just never, no way would I lend anything out. And then I got to a point where I go, yeah, sure, borrow it. And then I'd forget that I'd lent it out. And then only recently have I realized I don't own those games anymore. It's like, when you want to play it, yeah. yeah. And most of that's really old stuff. Like we're talking 10, 15 years old now. But um, I that's the stuff I started digging into. So like when we started this podcast, I was talking about playing the original Command & Conquer again because yeah. I got it running on the Mac, which was like, yeah. And you actually did it. And I played all the way through the GI campaign, completed it. Yeah. And, and, and this is I don't the, remember that. This is the great thing, like with Xbox, like the back, backwards compatibility. Oh, I'm loving program. it. Like I'm getting games that I've got on my 360 again, like, you know, once a month, something else. And like, I haven't played that since then. I haven't even thought of it again. But then I just boot it up and, you know, play it for a while. Like I've, I have played Burnout Paradise again since it's come out and maybe about seven eight times now it's it's yeah. it's awesome that's where i'll differ i can't go back and play the old and there's something that niggles in the back of my mind that i've done this i've played this there are other things that i've yet to play like and even like i don't give my chance my, myself a chance to go back like i did actually do that with burnout paradise when it came did you out like it i just i didn't i did i, I didn't you. but i didn't let myself like it like i need it was one of those things like push through look past like the mechanics and look past all this sort of stuff and like look past the graphics and like jump back in um, but I just couldn't do it. And I find myself like, I can't really do that. And just another side note with the whole collection thing. The reason I sell my games now is once I needed to buy like, you know, everything, like yeah. you buy the Bioshock and you get the collection with the big daddy and you get yeah. this and you get that. But here's the thing, right? Like for me to be a collector, I, I guess I rewired the way I thought a little bit. I thought to myself, well, for me to be in a collector, I can't just collect part of a series. I can't collect three out of the 25 Assassin's Creed statues. I need to have all of them. And so if I'm not doing that, then I might as well stop because there's just some you can't get. There's some collector's yeah. editions you can't buy. Well, and Ubisoft it's not entirely have, true. Have multiple, they had multiple Assassin's Creed collector's Absolutely. editions of the same game, which was ridiculous. So I spent a fair sum of money to get the original Assassin's Creed collector's yeah, edition from the UK. I bought it from Game in the UK and I got it shipped over here. It took a really long time. And then um, I think I was waiting that long and I was so desperate to play Assassin's Creed. You bought the game anyway. I bought the game anyway, so I had two copies of it. But I really wanted that that statue, and I did the same. And I just I can't do it anymore. Yeah. Like I don't even know what to do with like I don't even know what to do with the collection that I have. Yeah. Um. And well, if there's any games you want to push this away, I'll take them. To be honest with you, man, like 
I'm, I'm pretty close to it. And it's just because there's something I've got to do. They're all in these boxes. They're not really being appreciated. They'll look really I'm good going, at my place. I'm going, that's what you buy no, no. guys <laughs> both try. No, to be honest with you, you get a studio, you do whatever, like, we'll figure something out. I'll probably sell Harvest Moon. Um, so <laughs> Framed I can, yeah. little hammer. On the door handle. But I, I, I'm actually buying into the digital thing. I like the um, approach that... I hate it, but me too. <laughs> yeah, I, I like the approach that it's just there and it's just like... That's easy. It's easy, yeah. And it's, I mean, there's nothing hard about getting up and putting a disc in, but it just feels like your collection's a little bit more complete. Uh, not complete, but I don't know. But do you know what's going to bug me? In five, ten years' time when the next console's out and support goes for these, I'm afraid there's going to be times where we're going to lose games that we won't be able to play again, which I know for yourself, you don't tend to go back and play, but I've gotten more satisfaction this past year out of playing as much on my Xbox One as the old stuff. Like I've, I found both the old Castlevania games that I've got for um, great games. for the DS. Um, what is it? Portrait of Ruin and Dawn of Sorrows. Dawn of Sorrows, yeah. And you know what? I think one of them I never even played. I yeah. think it's just been sitting there. And the other one I touched a little bit and got stuck. I can't wait to get back into them when I'm in the headspace. Yeah. And I find there's certain games I'll get to a point where, like that's why I stopped Final Fantasy VII because I was in the right headspace for it. I was enjoying my runs on the bus and then life just got in the way. And so I had to stop because it wasn't helping me and reading my book was. And then I've been sick, which is why I'm nice and husky this week. Um, oh, yeah. So, you know, it's, I, I find now that for games, for me, it's, I've got to be in the right mood and Halo, I can use your always slip into, but even there's times where I don't want to play that. Games for me are absolutely more of a consumable. Um, they're an experience, uh, play and good play and never play again. And that's just the way it's always been. I've like, I mean, you know, even when I was talking about the Witcher and stuff, you know, I played it and then I went back to it, but that's a little bit different. Because I'd only played a little bit of it back then. Yeah. If I found something in my back catalogue from five or ten years ago, and I thought, oh, well, one of those r- random games you buy on Steam you didn't realise you had. Yeah. Because you bought it on sale. Because like, oh, I'll play this and then you never do. Like I went back and City Skylines is quite old now. Yeah. I went back and I played that. How was it? It's great. It's a great game. Okay. Yeah. It was one of those games as well that I didn't understand what was going on initially. Yeah. And then I decided to push through a little bit further and figure it out. And then it became quite rewarding. Yeah. Okay. Um. So th- that does happen as well. But... I mean, right now, really the only thing I'm playing is Zelda. I can't wait for Binding of Isaac on the Switch. It's a game I want to play, the the new one. I want to play it as a portable. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just, yeah, one game at a time and I, I probably won't go back. Uh, to be honest with you, I don't know if I'm going to go back and play The Witcher. That's not because it's a bad game, but unfortunately that period of time passed. Knew it would. You knew it would. <coughs> yeah. It's just too long. Yeah. And that's the thing. I think none of us have a lot of time to put into a game. So it either becomes you play it for a long time over the long term if you're that way inclined. But if you lose that connection with it, then and it's funny. I kept thinking that that was going to happen to me with XCOM too. But I find that I can just jump into it in spurts see, once I a think, month. I think what's great about a game like XCOM is it's got the gameplay and the story hooks right in like the gameplay yeah. in XCOM is amazing yeah. that's what I'm that's why I, I like Horizon so much because I find the combat so much fun I still as I'm going from mission to mission if I see a herd of robot dinosaurs I'll go and attack them you know and it is just just for fun and just just because I enjoy doing yeah. that but I, the story that was, that, that was like Spider-Man too I just like swinging around the city yeah oh, so good. and like I said like Bayonetta 2 particularly I loved that game but that's that's like one of my favorite games but 
I, I, I don't really know what the story was about. It was all craziness and, you know, angels and demons. And it was the, the, the character diversity was incredible and they looked really cool. But yeah, that was all about the gameplay. When I played Zelda on the Switch, I, I really enjoyed it, but I prefer Horizon. From the beginning of Horizon to the beginning of Zelda, I prefer the beginning of Horizon because the story was more, uh, maybe it was more obvious, but it was, it, it intrigued me more in that, I liked, and I think John has said last time too, this idea of this world, how did it get that way? And I've found, I've, I've been uncovering more about why the, the world is the way it is and what happened before. And I'm just, it's got its hooks right in me. Yeah. I get that. Like we talked about this last week was Zelda 1 and um, it was just, <laughs> I know, we, talk, we talked about that last week. And for me, it was sort of the opposite. Like I'm watching like a lot of TV shows at the moment and, you know, like, they're sort of building you into this world and, you know, there's the mystery element. And uh, I don't know, like this just seems to be sort of a formula that video games and TV shows sort of seem to be running with and gone are the days of like the Saturday morning style cartoon where like something happens and then the episode ends and then next week there's no real reference to it. Yeah. And like, I mean, you could see that back then as potentially being lazy or maybe it's got something to do with people's attention spans or it's different writers or whatever. Mm. You know, it's like a Simpsons episode, right? Yeah. Like yeah. characters come back, but they're not necessarily doing the same thing. They're not really making reference to much. And there was something about Zelda where it trusted me as a player and it went, here's this world. It handled mystery and intrigue in a very different way. Whereas Horizon appears to handle it as like, all right, why are these dinosaurs here? What's going on? And that's what you're trying to figure out. And everyone gets the and, same and answer. Yeah. What Zelda's basically done is it's just gone, like, here's this sandbox, or as they like to call it, open-air gaming or open-air world. And um, you will meet really cool things and little crevices and holes and caves and mountains and blah, blah, blah. Um, but we're not going to tell you anything about them because the Zelda storyline is simple. It's you've woken up and you used to be, uh, you were the hero and now you've got to come back and be the hero again. There's nothing special yeah. about that. There's nothing unique. It doesn't take a award ring writer to write that. But there's something very simple and pure and lovely about it that doesn't seem to be happening in games. Everyone's writing these epics and you've got The Last of Us and you've got like yeah. Uncharted's and fantastic games. But it's been rare that they've sort of just gone, here you go, go have a play. But yeah. they reward you for it too. Like awesome. It would be completely lazy if they were just like, here's this world. And then you like run around a corner and there's nothing there. And that's unfortunately like just jumping back. Zelda, um, the new Zelda, Breath of the Wild, reminds me a lot of um, a Shadow of the Colossus. Except in Shadow of the Colossus, the only thing that was a mystery were the Colossi. Is that it? Colossi? Yeah. Yeah, yeah whatever. Colossuses. And um, that's what you, you would find these cool little crevices and little caves, but there's nothing there. Yeah. There were no rocks to turn over. There was nothing, no trees to shake. It was just like, we just go to the next, get, see the big thing, go get that. Yeah, you need to kill all these col colossi or colossuses yeah. to bring back your girlfriend, but you don't know any of the. There wasn't any indication to the the greater world, which I, as much as you said it wasn't there, there's enough hints in Zelda of what the world was like. Absolutely. Before, yeah. um, it just doesn't need to really drum in how that's all been. It's just it's it's Zelda. You're right. You're the hero. You've got the big enemy to defeat. There is a world going on around you, and it's alive, but. It's not so important to to what your quest is, but it's interesting to see it live. Yeah. While Horizon, the whole point of the world is you want to know how it got the way it was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're two very, very different games in terms of storytelling. Both work very, very well. Hmm. Um, yeah, cool. I don't know how we got back to that, but anyway, that yeah. was me somehow. 
No, that's all right. Cool. Our conversations tend to go circular. That's, it's yeah, all good. It's good. <laughs> so, on that note, we're almost at the end of another episode. Mm, really? Yeah, I know. Quick. It goes quick, doesn't it? Ooh. Yeah, it goes very quickly. Um, is is there anything else in the world of gaming? Because there are a couple of other topics, and we've always got <clears> a few <throat> on the back burn that will just come back again later that we can talk about. But is there anything that either of you'd like to to talk about ever so briefly before we wrap up? Did you think of a better doorknob, Joe? A better doorknob? Better, better door trifles? That would hurt your hands, though, wouldn't it? Oh, if you wrapped it around yeah. on pointy ends. So bad. And when it opens, it goes, diddling, diddling, and the triforce noise. How good would that be? Well, you get to carry a sword and you stack it and put it in. He likes really complicated blocks. That would be cool. No, I like the idea of that. Just that would be the master sword, isn't it? Yeah, true. Wouldn't that be horrible? Knock, 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 and then the sword comes through the door. No, it might be easy. You'd be like, Katana, open the door. All right, done. Thanks. Katana or Cortana? Cortana. <laughs> That's right. She's the voice of Windows 10. She is the voice of Windows 10. Is it actually the voice of the person? I haven't heard her speak. Can you put on the computer later? And yeah, hear of course. It? Yeah. yeah. Cool. I thought it was cool that they, as I said, Halo is what Microsoft is leveraging. So yeah. Why not use it's it everywhere? It's in their operating system now. Hell yeah. <laughs> wow. In um, se- well, they've got a seven-year lifespan, so they'll have to use another AI in a little while. Cortana's only have a seven-year lifespan? All AI in them. Halo universe. Apparently, it's when they start to degrade and overthink themselves to death. Although that is the plot point behind five. Wouldn't that be really cool though? If that happens with Cortana on Windows, and in seven years' time, it just well, like in seven years will be a new way. No, but, no, no, but they they've programmed it in so it just won't work in seven years. <laughs> and you've got to buy the next one. Otherwise, she just thinks herself to death. She just deletes your, your program. And then you're doing a word document, and it just like opens the real else. the real sort of um like sort of fourth wall breaking stuff happens when you're on Windows 10. <laughs> it's like you start seeing it on the box to get the full Halo experience. Please install it's Windows really 10 today. It's this great advertising campaign for Halo 6 that's like, you know, seven years in the making. That'd be really cool. There's an idea She starts you. changing your wallpapers and like, yeah, switches your computer on and off. Yeah, and everyone's got VR in seven years, right? Yeah, so yeah, she, yeah. she's like, you know, you're just playing some game and then Cortana just appears there and she's like, because what are you doing? John? Why aren't you playing Halo? <laughs> Jeez. That sounds cool. On that note, as always, it's been a pleasure talking to you, gents. Thank you to everyone who listens regularly. Uh, you can find us in the usual places. I'm not going to read them out because by now we've obviously found them. What you? if they're first time listeners, like you said? Well, then go to versusplayer.com where you can find links to uh, to podcasts past. as yes. well as, yes, to the past, as well as all the really cool articles that Joe mostly writes. And <laughs> although, yeah. Jason and I get in there. Okay. Jason did an awesome one on Zelda. That was a really It was cool a article. very, very good article. I'll admit that. I, I channeled all of my energy into one article. Can we can we give a shout out to the it was the Australasian um, podcasting network? Yeah. Which yeah. has been really helpful and really cool on the they podcast. Have been. And we even got a shout out on some, you know, website there as well. See, as I didn't fully group. read that article, but from what I understand, there's some sort of podcast tournament going on. We won. <laughs> there's a podcast tournament is like what happens like do we all like get in a ring and like we just talk and whoever says the best stuff wins I know maybe how, I read it wrong I know how to win it I'll just come in with all my Halo Boomco Nerf guns style Nerf guns and just shoot the other podcasters as their that's, po- that's how we'll do it we'll shoot everybody to win damn straight so so we just need to distract podcast, them enough. video game podcasters oh there's not all video game podcasters though are they they're just all podcasts it's the, all podcasters. It's the Australasian video game podcasting network isn't it video games is it Maybe, maybe I should have known. I, I, I don't know. If it is, maybe would we play video games I can't believe you instead? don't know. I don't know. I'm going to look it up right now. Yeah. Can you look but it up we'll, for me? Will we finish by the time I find out? 
Well, anyway, as I said, thanks everyone. You know where to find us. Instagram, Facebook, and versusplay.com are the main places to find everything. We love that you love listening to us and hopefully we'll hear from you again soon or you'll hear from us soon. One of the two. You know, it's a relationship like that where we get together and we hang out and we talk and it's great. It is the Australasian Gaming Podcast Network. Love Told you. <laughs> on that note, thanks guys. Ciao.